the Mishnah and the Gemara and Yuma bring down that when the Kain Gadol left the Kedush Gadashim, he davened a little bit after he got out, but he wasn't Meirich. The reason he wasn't Meirich, as explained, well, the Rishayim, Lashon the Gemara, Shlom Lahavis is Yisrael. Shouldn't get people nervous. What would they be nervous about? So as you all know, there was a very unfortunate situation in Bayashani, tragic, a better word, where they had many kind of gedelim who were not up to speed. That's an understatement. In Bayashvishan, most of them were the gedeli adar, among the gedeli adar. And Bayashani, Often they weren't even from, they were tzedukim. They bought the office, the Roman governor auctioned it off every single year. And they really weren't sure who would make it out alive. So if he would stop and daven for a long time, he had plenty to daven for. Fantastic welcome to daven, a great time, but got everybody nervous. So he made it very short, then he exited to let them know he was alive. The Gemara in your Testament Bays brings down, and the Lushan here is uh, very enlightening. That a running argument. I don't want to call it a machlekes. You don't even want to make the tzedukim a bar pelukta of the chachamim. But tzedukim decided that uh, they don't want to be from, but you couldn't uh, not do anything in those days. So they said, we're just going to take all the psukim literally. And there's a very famous Machlaikasim, Machos HaShabbos. And one of the famous ones, what to do with the Avedi Yom Kippur, where you had the Kateris, which is bought Lufnai Lufnim. Should you have the smoke? Should it start before you go in and go in with the smoke with the Anon, or should you do everything inside? The MS is, with Tereshimal Pez, you do everything inside the Kashikadoshim. And they read the Postik, Ibaran, Erel, Kapiris, is you got to go in with the Anon, you go in before. No one else is in the Azar. And he was the kind God who unfortunately bought the office. And no one's looking. So he did it his way. When he got out, I'd like to say he's in seventh heaven, but that wouldn't be a great description over here because that's not where he's going. But he was thrilled. Smiling from ear to ear. He comes out, bumps into his father. It's a riot, they bought the office. Uh, the Gedalim usually started, uh, the Kuna Gedalim probably around 80, 85. He bumped into his father. Young fellow, bribed the official, bought the office, and he told him that he succeeded. He was so happy. Even though we're Tzedukim, Misyarin Anu Minaprushim. They're still sort of in charge. You don't want to have too high a profile. Apparently, didn't tell anybody. Uh, don't advertise it. And he was very interested in spreading the word and showing people how happy he was. Amr Allah, he told his father, listen to this, My whole life I was waiting to fashion the Pusik my way. 
They're not darshaning. That's the problem. This sounds incredibly from. Yeah, that expression, Masai. When am I going to get the chance? I can finally be Makayim. This is the way Tzadikim talk. So apparently the father insinuated you really shouldn't have done that because you could really, really get in trouble. And he told his father, it's not a question of um, not doing the right thing. I, I've been waiting for this. Amru, the Gemara says, a few days later, he died, his was, body was found in the um, heap of garbage, and worms are going out of his nose. No, what's the obvious kasher? How did this Russia Marusha, this Stuki, make it out of the Kedosh The whole story. He got out, met his father, his father said he shouldn't have done it, I don't advertise this. No, this is Gavaldic, I've been waiting a long time for this. And then, yesh dim yesh and Hashem got him. So, I saw somebody asked uh, Chaim Kineski the Shaila, well, what's going on over here? So Chaim gave a short answer, which tried to explain what he meant. So Kosh Baruch Hu did it this way so he can give him a bigger einish. Now dying is dying. What does it make if he dies in the Kesha Gadashim? Or he dies later. Pashup Shat Lachari is that if he died in the Kesha Gadashim, so they, okay, another Stuki, they don't know exactly what the story is, but he wasn't up to snuff. Didn't make it. This guy was such a Russia. Here, he's waiting. Imagine the, the uh, Islavists over here. He's waiting to finally show them up and to do the Avedah the wrong. Well, he held right. And, uh, I'm not going to give up this opportunity. Sakosh Baruch, who wanted to show his Misa Barabim, so it would be a public Kiddush Hashem. The biggest Pella in this whole backdrop of this Misa, the scariest part of this whole thing, Number one, Stama Pella. You realize there were kind of Megadalim vying for this job, bribing the governor every single year, even though last year the guy died and the year before that the guy died. So you'll say what some people won't do for COVID, which is part of the story here. The other part of the story is they didn't think it would happen to them because they were convinced they were right. This fellow over here was so convinced that he was right that the Gemara speaks about his Islavas, his expression is used for tzaddikim, like Chanita ben Trajan, how can you say Shema, how can you, at a time like this, he says, I waited all day, I'm saying Shema, this is what I lived for my whole life, it's the same expression. And I believe that the Pelon, the lesson we have to learn from this is it's not good enough to mean it or to even think you're Lushma, or to do it with the Slavis and do it with Nesiris Nefesh. You have to first be right on the issue. Part of Tshuva, the season started Rosh Chedesh but for those of us who uh, didn't feel it yet, which is everybody, comes to Leil Slichus, so you're from, so why don't we get so nervous? Because we're from, we're from, we do mitzvahs, we learn, we daven, we get from Lashon Hara. 
the Chiyav and Tshuva and Slichas, the reason there are so many things to say and there are so many piyutim and so many, is to describe the many, many, many facets of Avedis Hashem and the Chiyav we have incumbent upon us to not rest on our laurels and make sure that we're examining and re-examining and re-examining to make sure we're not on autopilot, to make sure the assumption we might have made yesterday or a year ago or 10 years ago, which might have been incorrect, and never stood up to scrutiny because we never really thought about it. Okay, we know we're not Sadukim Baruch Hashem. We know we basically have it right. But the tshuva season, if you call it that, is supposed to force us to think and assess and reassess and reassess can we be doing a lot better? Are certain categories incorrect? Are certain assumptions incorrect? And if you don't check it with reality, that Shah Sampaiskim, and you're not brutally honest, so you can come to the conclusion this Duki came, this guy was on, on fire, no pun intended. Full of Islavus, Cheshek, and he did it with tremendous, tremendous gusto, and he was proud of it. He thought he was Mamish from the Lamed Vovniks. And that's why Kosh Baruch had to. Make sure his body was found in a garbage heap so nobody should uh, learn the incorrect lesson from his Islavus. But it's a frightening concept. I think it's summed up in the Pasik. Ali Shar is a shtickle on this. Karav Hashem Lachal Karav Lachal Hashegu Be'emes. So we know Yeshua Hashem Be Matzai. That starts. Uh, Elul, Yom Naram, particularly Rosh Hashanah, Seris Mechuva. It's an opportunity to be close to Hashem and come close to Hashem. The Pasuk makes it clear, the key word here is Be'emes. So Be'emes means that, again, for somebody who's already Baruch Hashem from, basically understands the program, to not fool themselves into thinking that they're there already, per the Peleyoids we learned this afternoon, that was his entire theme. Give yourself a pat on the back, but don't give yourself too many passes. Understand that whatever you've done, there's a lot more to do. The balance of the self-esteem, and yet not having gaiva creep in. And if you stand and start the slichas, and start the alchets, and the vidui, and you can't find yourself in any of these admissions, then we have a problem. Some of them, I hope we don't find ourselves, but some of them are all too nogea. And the nogea in ways that should be fitting our madrega, it's not as blatant perhaps, but you have to look for it, be'emes. Be'emes means you should want to come close to a kosh baruch hu, shechina, not because we know we need him, because we need a panosa, and we need our gazunt, and we need everything else, which is all true. That's not coming to a kosh baruch hu, be'emes. Be'emes is because we should want to know what a kosh baruch hu want from us not what we want from him. And the um, tour mentions the beginning of the Tafk of Pe'alaf that uh, all the Karbanas say Kraftem Eila, Rosh Hashanah says Asisem Eila. Famous Drasha. Asisem Eila means you have to make yourself into a Karban. That doesn't mean Baruch Hashem, we hope, Alevaiveiter, in our, uh, our times, we don't have to be Mesa Nefesh, literally, Bechon Afshacha is always in effect, Baruch Hashem. Kekarban means you have to make a sacrifice. Sacrifice doesn't mean you're losing something. 
the more you're gaining, it means you have to sacrifice enough to give yourself an honest appraisal of what's really going on instead of just assuming that look at all the wonderful things I've done, which we have done. I mentioned this morning that in Kelm they used to discuss the Shiloh of the Berchas uh, HaGaymel. Why don't we have to bench Gaymel after Yom Naran? A lot of people were wondering afterwards, like, what kind of Havamina is that? A plane, I understand, a puddle jumper we spoke about, uh, short-term Sakana, Yom Naran, Yom Naran. So we like to assume, you know, we don't want to take it that far, Sakana. So the Kalmai understood what every Chazal says, and that is whatever happens during the year goes back to the Sak and Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And the answer given in Kelm is that you can't bench Gaimel after Yom Naram, not after Yom Kippur, not after Shemini Yatzeris, not after Hanukkah, depending on your persuasion. But it occurs for all of this. But whenever the Yimei Adin end, you don't really know what the Maschana was till the next Rosh Hashanah. No. What I didn't address this morning is uh, why don't you bench Gaimel the next Rosh Hashanah? The answer is, what you're doing is you're benching a year after the Sakana. <laughs> bench Gaimel, you come back from Eitz Yisrael, we give you a few days, Shaila, how long? A week? <laughs> a year? We're not going to have. So we say, but the year just ended. Let me bench Gaimel at the end of the year. The answer is, but whatever happened during the year, Lamafreya is what the Psak was in Rosh Hashanah. And that's very serious. To ask such a Shaila seriously, and it's a serious Shaila, shows that if we're cruising, we're on autopilot, and we come to Leos Lichus, Baruch Hashem, Mikam Yisrael, it's almost one in the morning, and we're here, and we're ready to daven, and we want to hear what we're davening about, which is why everybody's sitting here. What we have to do, as people who are already doing the right thing, is to, once a year, go through a season where we're questioning our assumptions. Everybody always likes to believe that their crusade is the best, and their crusade is right, and whatever they say, and whatever they think, it's been vetted already. And all the slichas, and all the achets, and all the Muslim hashkafa say not so. You've got to ask and re-ask. If you're asking for the first time, ask for the first time. But our Messiah of Shas and Peskim has a lot to say, and if you didn't double-check, we hope we're not going to be in for a surprise, and we hope that the slichas will give us that awareness of what we're up against so we should talk and come out with a Sidduch Simotevim.